Welcome to today's episode of Wild Wednesday's Questions and Answers. I am Danelle and I greet you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Now last week we um, discussed whether or not um, the Bible has any dinosaurs in it and what the Bible has to say about dinosaurs. Now this week we continue with the subject but we are looking at dragons and what the Bible has to say about dragons is it just fact or a fable? Let's see what the Bible has to say. So the valiant in storybooks. Usually the valiant knight slew the fire-breathing dragon and rode off with the beautiful princess to the castle and they lived happily ever after. These are some of the stories we um, read about in children's books. Now, did dragons and humans live together? For evolutionists, legends of men slaying dragons must be mythical because their timeline has creatures like dinosaurs die out over 60 million years before humans existed. But dragon accounts aren't easy to dismiss as mere fantasy. Dragons are memorialized in legends, historical accounts and artwork from around the world. To name a few, there's an aboriginal depiction of a water monster that resembles a plesiosaur, an ancient historical account of serpents in Egypt with bat-like wings, the epic poem Beowulf with its account of a fiery flying serpent and Native American petroglyphs that resemble dragons. Dragons are depicted on flags, emblems, tapestries, maps, pottery and many more. Although from disconnected cultures, the descriptions are remarkably similar, perhaps because dragons were real. Let's start with the Bible. Biblical creationists are not surprised by artifacts depicting dragons or the worldwide accounts of dragons living among men. That idea is consistent with the Bible. Genesis 1 tells us that on day 5 of creation, God created great sea creatures. The Hebrew word tanim and flying creatures. So this would have included swimming pleosaurs and flying pterodactyls, which we would call dragons. God made land animals, including dinosaurs and other land dragons on day 6. The day he created man. So man lived among these awesome creatures from the beginning. Does the Bible mention dragons? Used multiple times in scripture, the word, the Hebrew word tannin is defined as serpent, dragon, sea monster. It likely refers to certain reptiles, including giant marine creatures and serpentine land animals. Though translated several different ways and differing in precise meanings based on context, Tannen can denote a dragon and therefore can potentially refer to a dinosaur, dinosaur since all dinosaurs are dragons, though not all dragons are dinosaurs by definition. Why isn't Tannen translated as dragon in some more recent English versions? Perhaps it is due to many misunderstandings about what dragons really were. In other similar instances, we find that translations list elephant 
or hippopotamus in the footnotes in Job 40 when discussing behemoth. We spoke about the behemoth in our previous episode, so you can go and listen to that um, podcast to give you a better understanding of um, the behemoth. God describes at length a leviathan, a fire-breathing sea monster with impenetrable scales that none could face except its creator. Read Job 41 and see if you picture a ferocious marine reptile like a chronosaurus. Leviathan is mentioned in five passages of scripture and is identified as a type of tannin in Psalm 74 verse 13 to 14. Isaiah 27 verse 1. Dragons are real, created creatures, some of which terrorized in the waters and others that roved the land and air. But dragons are fire-breathing animals. Really? Are you serious? Let's see what Isaiah 30 verse 6 has to say about this. The burden against the beasts of the south through a land of trouble and anguish, from which came the lioness and lion, the viper and fiery flying serpent. They will call their riches on the backs of young donkeys and their treasures on the humps of, camel, of camels to a people who shall not profit. Many dragon legends, such as what we find outside the Bible, could be embellished, but the basic characteristics of dragons can be found in known creatures. Some dragon descriptions fit well with certain dinosaurs. Fossil tetrasaurs reveal dragon-like wings. Certain beetles shoot out burning chemicals. So, is a fire-breathing dragon really that far-fetched? What happened to these dragons then? Land and air dragons would have been taken on Noah's Ark and probably existed for some time afterward. Based on the descriptions we see in the Bible and legends and artifacts worldwide. But they died out due to the curse of sin, with factors such as environmental and habitat changes, food source problems, genetic mutations, and diseases. Also, man most likely played a role in the demise of dragons, as we read in the legends of dragon slayers. A deadly dragon is still prowling. We have a very real enemy who is called a dragon, according to Revelation 12 verse 9. His trickery led the human race into sin, and he is still deceiving and devouring today. Go read 1 Peter 1, 5 verse 8, pardon me, and 1 John 5 verse 19. In 1 John, we find an unsettling test that divides people into one or two camps, the children of the devil or the children of God. You cannot defeat this dragon on your own. As prophesied in Genesis 3 verse 15, we needed Jesus Christ to cross the, crush the head of this serpent. Through repentant faith in Christ and his work on the cross and resurrection from the dead, we can become children of God. John 1 verse 12. Then we can rejoice with the Apostle John as overcomers because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So we can clearly see from today's podcast and discussion that there were dragons in the Bible and there is still a dragon 
who is called the enemy, Satan himself, that still needs to be defeated and will be defeated in the end. May you have a wonderful um, week further. Till we speak next week, Shalom.